February, Kyle. Happy February, Melissa. It is we're halfway through the month already. Somehow. We are. <laughs> Almost. We are thrilled to be doing our annual conference episode of the Let's Talk Club Management podcast. The lauded, the vaunted, the most popular annual episode, the conference, the pre-conference preview episode. And this year, it's all about going virtual. Yes. Because we are virtual for 2021. And so we have jam-packed this episode with the tips you will need to make this experience successful for you. Um, You know, it's a great opportunity to advance your certification. Uh, We'll talk uh, what that looks like and what the education sessions look like. It is a great opportunity to meet with club industry vendors Um, talk to those companies, plan your purchases for 2021. And it is a great opportunity to network and learn from your fellow attendees. Which makes it just like conference would be in person. It's just more accessible this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. We we have a lot of things on the docket for this episode. As Melissa mentioned, we're going to run through a bunch of topics. Um, we're speaking with our in-house experts. We have several of our staff team members that are joining us for this episode to talk about their areas of expertise and, and the pieces of conference that they're specifically responsible for. Um, but before we dive into that, Melissa, and I just wanted to touch on one conference perennial favorite um, that has a deadline looming. So (laughs) we all know and love the idea fair at conference. It's one of our favorite things to browse and check out, you know, hundreds of ideas from different clubs from around the country. And this year is no different. We will still be having the idea fair. We will still be displaying all of your wonderful ideas, but again, it will be virtual. We'll be doing it online. Um, Melissa, when are those submissions due? Because they are due very soon. February 15th. That is coming up in just a couple of days, which may already be passed by the time you're listening to this, but we wanted to make sure to get that plug in there. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if you have something that you haven't submitted yet, we want you to get it in as soon as possible. Um, and to that point, the idea fair will be live and ready to look at when, when we're in the virtual conference space. So make sure you take some time to drop by the idea fair and, browse and peruse and scroll through. <laughs> I looked at Melissa just now because I made a really bad pun during one of our <clears throat> interviews earlier using scroll. So, you know, you'll get to hear that later. You're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, what's new with the Idea Fair this year is really awesome. You know, there are 19 operational categories that can you can enter in. It's easier than ever because you're not designing this enormous board. Mm-hmm. Um, you can upload your photographs and your ideas. So it, it's really simple. So I challenge you to, to enter if you haven't. But on top of that, this year we are actually going to be offering an education spe- education session on Friday, the 12th, um, giving you the opportunity to hear directly and learn directly from award winners from the Idea Fair. So they will present their award-winning idea and be able to talk to you about the implementation challenges. So it's just like you're listening to that Idea Fair session in our podcast, mm-hmm. but in an education session. So check the schedule. Brilliant. It's on Friday, the 12th, um, and add that to your calendar. So, well, let's get this going, Kyle. Let's start. <laughs> 
with the big cheese. The big we have cheese. The biggest cheese, if you will. The biggest cheese. <laughs> Jeff Morgan, our president and CEO, to talk with us about the decision making of going virtual. So let's kick it to Jeff. Well, we are very excited to have back on the podcast um, our first guest. Uh, if you go all the way back to episode zero, episode one. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, our CEO, President and CEO, Jeff Morgan, uh, with us today. Thank you for joining us, Jeff, to talk about conference. Thanks for having me back. It's been a year, so it's good to be back with you and we're all always, the listeners, too. We're always I'm happy excited. to have you. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think it's all it's in our contract, too, that you have to be a guest at least once a year. So. Probably. <laughs> well, you know, we are... As we're recording this, we are 28 days out from the World Conference um, coming up at the beginning of March. And this is our official conference uh, preview episode. The most so we're popular about- episode every year, annually. Absolutely. So yeah. Now's the time. Listen in. All the more reason I'm delighted to be on <laughs> Yes. So, you know, we're diving into all of the new things, and obviously the biggest change for conference this year is that we are presenting this event virtually. So, Jeff, we're going to take take us back to the beginning of this. So, take us back to last October when the association made the official announcement that this event was mer- moving virtual. So, talk us through that decision-making process. Well, that was a big decision. Um, I had a lot of sleepless nights worrying about could we go Um, in person or did we have to do something else and while it pains me and I know it pains all of us and it pains all the members not to be in person it is for the best and ironically uh, the Super Bowl was just this past week and it was in Tampa and one of the cool things was we were going to be there uh, a month later and I was worried that we'd have some members reaching out saying oh look Tampa was great everybody was there there are lots of people around and we could have done this Instead, I got a couple calls from members saying, oh, my gosh, did you see all those people without masks? You know, no social distancing. I'm so glad we went virtual. And so, you know, once we we got through and we had an executive committee in Tampa and leveraged the executive committee to talk to the hotels and all the properties to to move our obligation to a couple of years ahead. So we will go to Tampa and we're excited about that. Um, The move then was to, to virtual. So. Um, once we made that decision, there was a, a lot of work in, in, in deciding how we were going to do this virtual event. And ultimately, um, we picked a platform and we have been putting all those pieces together um, to create a wonderful experience that's, that's going to be virtual. So you so, mentioned the, the platform and um, picking the platform. Um, what's... What is what goes into that? What's different about producing a, a digital event versus what we do every year to pull together an in-person event? Yeah, so when you think about it, Kyle, you, you think, well, we go to live, so we need speakers, mm-hmm. and there's a cost for those speakers, and then we need all that stage set up and all the rental of the convention center and all that. Well, all that goes into the online costs. So part of it is a platform. And that platform is very robust and we can get into all the various pieces of it. But then there's a, you need a production company because in essence you're producing 
um, you know, a television show or a, a production. So you have these three, three huge costs and we're investing over a million dollars in upfront costs to create this event. So I think the challenge for many people is, oh, this is just a Zoom. We've been on chapter Zooms and we've been on Zooms and this is just another Zoom call and it isn't. Um, and the, the robustness, if that's a word, uh, of, of what we are creating is, is really that fully, is that full conference experience. And so it's gonna have all the pieces um, that you would have at a conference. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Melissa and I have been pretty involved in that process of, of building out the platform and, and um, collecting all the content for the online event. And I think she and I can both speak to how uh, interactive we're hoping that the experience will be where, you know, we're really trying. You said, you know, you go back to the, the live event to think about how you want to create a virtual event. And we've been really focused on how can we maximize all of the networking opportunities, the connection points that we would have in person, how can we maximize those in a virtual space? Um, and it is, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think your point about it's almost like producing a TV show is absolutely correct. I mean, it's, we're, we're having high quality video and audio and it all has to come together seamlessly. Uh, and we, you know, we want to create a, an experience that feels not like a Zoom meeting that we've all been sitting on for the last year, so. Yeah, and, and I think we're all excited and scared and all of those emotions and that whole range of emotion because this is gonna be pretty cool, but it's also pretty scary because there's just so many pieces. And I think it, it starts with the, that entry point. I mean, when you enter a conference, what do you see? You see this grand um, atrium with all these different visuals of, and it's going to be the same online. You're going to go into a, a portal and you're going to see um, various places where you can go, the idea fair or sessions or the expo or networking or voting or member services pavilion and on and on and on. And you turn one to your left and you'll see another lobby and to your right and see another lobby. So all those visuals are going to be there in that grand way um, when we go to conference. and. So as opposed to just getting on a Zoom and seeing whatever is being offered, you're going to have lots of different options. There's lots, there's four different concurrent sessions and there's general sessions and there's networking and the, all the idea fair and job fair and, and on and on and on. And so the, the, the person coming to conference really gets that, that same type of experience, except we're not in person, but we still have all these various cool networking opportunities um, to create that that same type of, of look and feel or best we can in a virtual environment. Absolutely. So with that, um, it sounds like, you know, an attendee is going to come in, they're going to log in, they're going to see this really cool lobby where we have everything set up. And but it probably will feel maybe a little bit overwhelming at first for someone coming in for the first time. What are your tips for someone to make sure that they get the most out of this event? Well, I, I think the biggest tip that we have heard from our members in some of our fall events is you need to get into a mindset that you are going to a conference. If you are sitting in your office with interruptions um, that you would have in your office, you are not gonna have that full conference experience. So 
you really should try to be in a quiet place. You know, should you do this from home? You know, this is a, a full week uh, of conference and you may want to go in the office one day. Okay. But, you know, try to, to create that same mindset. You don't have the expense of travel um, and you don't have the, a hotel room, but you still need that, that quiet place where you can truly absorb and do this. So just like when you're going to a normal conference, you are planning out your schedule. I want to go to these sessions and I want to make sure I visit the idea fair and I want to spend time in the expo. So you should map out your week um, in the same way. And, um, you know, one of the cool things is we're going to have this awesome networking event. So the one evening you want to make sure you, you carve out time to, to, to participate in that too. And while we haven't yet announced what that networking event is going to be, I can say that um, it is going to be pretty awesome. And I think people are going to really enjoy it. And it's going to be somebody that people recognize, but it's going to be focused on clubs and, and our members. And it's just going to be cool. So that's my teaser because um, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, you know, I think my tip is get into that conference mindset. I think that's really excellent. Be, get, your, get your mind straight and prepare like you're going to go away. Yeah, set the time aside exactly. if you can block your schedule for the day so you don't have those external interruptions. Really, really try hard to do that because, as Jeff said, I mean, you're hopefully going to be, you know, honed in on, on what's happening, you know, within, <laughs> within this little box of your computer. So um, that's an excellent tip. Prepare like you're going to be at an actual conference. Um, yeah, so you can Ky the Kyle, the one thing I did not say that I think <laughs> I've had a couple members reach out to me is about cost. You know, why is this so expensive? And, you know, it, you're going to a conference. So there is the, ex I, I talked about the million dollars that we're putting up front. Um, but really, from our standpoint, this doesn't cost that much different from doing a normal conference because of all the speakers and all the various things that we have to do. So while we took out some of the, the variable costs, food and some other things, you know, it, that is why there is the expense there. So you know, we look at it in a couple ways. One is you don't have to travel, you know, that therefore you're going to save some money. Um, we're trying to, to, you know, we're, we're of the mind, if you build it, you will come. Our members always are very supportive. So we've built this, um, you know, we are hoping that you'll attend and based on over a thousand registrants so far, and that grows every single day. Um, you know, it is indeed something that you want to be at. So all of that, um, is part of that cost element, but we also know that you know there has been you know pain among all our members um, in some form or another this year, and you know some clubs are hurting much worse than others, and we understand if this is a year to skip um, where you just can't can't make the the jump, but we're also seeing just the opposite to where um, many members are saying, "Wow, this is an opportunity where I can send." some of my other staff who normally don't get that conference experience because they have to stay back and, and be at the club and I can send them as well as go to, and they can get their, their credits for their CCM for conference. So there's a lot that, that, you know, from a cost standpoint that goes well beyond cost that really makes this, uh, you know, a, a pretty, pretty unique. And I would like to say once in a lifetime, because I think all of us, never want to be in a pandemic again and never want to, um, um, we all want to be live and I can't wait to be live because I know 
uh, on behalf of all the staff, we all miss being with the members and seeing the members and can't wait to, to be back together again. Here, here. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff, you make a great point there, and I, I think um, you know it's it's really um, exciting that the caliber of the, this event isn't changing. I mean, we've got you know five keynote speaker keynote level speakers every day. We've got the the sixty sessions. Um, we've got some really cool names in there, and we're going to talk to David a little bit later, and he's going to share some of the really cool ones in there. But I know you've shared with us that you know this is really an opportunity for our members who are on the certification path to continue that pathway. Um, you know, that is a requirement. You have to come to conference, attend at least four sessions to, to get that CCM. And we had an amazing, you know, new group of CCMs over 2020. A lot of people uh, were able to continue that pathway. But, you know, by going virtual with this event, it was a great opportunity to continue to allow members to proceed on that pathway um, to taking that next step. And, and we know how important that is for so many of our members. Absolutely. And I, I credit Professional Development Committee and the board that they looked at this and they said, yes, this is truly a conference experience. So you are going to get the same credits just like a conference. And, you know, I think that that is a stamp of approval um, from the powers that be at CMAA. Um, to say, you need to be there. And I'm telling you, you need to be here. You need to be with us. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be one of these conferences, um, you know, that comes along that everybody talks about because it's going to be so unique. And, um, you know, we may, you know, we may never, I hope we never um, see anything like this again, in the sense of, of having to be 100% virtual. Knock on wood. Just for yes. everyone's gonna <laughs> knock on wood. Just knock on wood. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> it takes. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Melissa, do you have any other questions for Jeff? I don't, but thanks so much, Jeff, for joining us. We really appreciate it, and look forward to what uh, March eighth through the twelfth is gonna bring for our members and our team. Well, thanks for having me, and I look forward to seeing everybody on March 8th and for the State of the Association and opening business session, where I'll, I'll give you an update on everything that's going on at CMAA. Thank you Sounds both. Sounds great. Thanks, Jeff. We are excited to welcome back to the podcast David McCabe, who is our Senior Director, um, who is responsible for the development of all of the conference education. So, David, talk to us about these 60 sessions, 60 concurrent sessions. Which ones are you most excited about this year? Oh, thanks. Thanks, Melissa. Well, we're excited about all of them, but there are some that I really wanted to, to highlight. Uh, as you know, we have over 60 sessions at conference, a combination of 90-minute and 60-minute uh, sessions. A uh, few that I really, I really would like to highlight. Uh, last couple of years, we've been trying to get uh, CEOs of major companies to come in to talk about leadership or other issues. And this year, uh, we're really excited to have Brian Cornell, who's the CEO of Target. You know, who doesn't love Target? Uh, so he will be discussing uh, leadership in 2021. Uh, kind of some of the you know, things he's learned over the last year, uh, how he's going to apply that to 2021 and beyond. Uh, it will be a conversation with Joel Livinggood, uh, CCM, who is out of Interlocking Country Club out there in uh, suburban uh, Minneapolis. So uh, Joel will be interviewing uh, Mr. Cornell. Uh, that session is going to be on Thursday, the 11th at 10:30. So you, you definitely want to try to hit that if you can. Um, we also have Elizabeth Dixon, and uh, she will be speaking on Tuesday, the 9th at 10:30, and she is the leader of service hospitality marketing uh, with Chick-fil-A. Uh, she's going to be speaking on how to 
create loyal customers. So that is the uh, one session. Uh, another one that we are uh, excited about. Again, like I said, it doesn't mean we're not excited about all of them, but these are just some that we wanted to highlight. Uh, we also have uh, Dr. Terry Lyles, who is a uh, going to be talking about performance under pressure. Uh, he is the his you know title is America's Stress Doctor. So he has worked with uh, many professional athletes, astronauts, fighter pilots, things like that on uh, how to perform under pressure and uh, just a psychological uh, side of that. And we all know the last year, especially, has seen a lot of pressure. So I was going to say, or I more so. That. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're excited to have him as well. So he will be speaking on uh, Tuesday the 9th at 445 as well. So uh, we are recording all this majority of the sessions. There are some recession, some sessions that we are not able to record. So many of these, if, the, you know, if there's another session that you want to go to, you're unable to get to this. Many of these will be available on demand. Again, I can't guarantee that all of them. I'd have to go back and look at the contract on some of these individuals. Uh, but you know, some speakers do ask for that. But uh, so if you are not able to attend majority of the sessions uh, will be recorded that will be available on demand uh, during the week also. Um, one other thing we are excited about, we've done this the past couple of years with uh, uh, GGA Partners. Formerly they were known as Global Golf Advisors, but now GGA Partners. Uh, for the last couple of years, they've been doing what we call an in-conference workshop, uh, which is a three-hour uh, very specific on topics. Uh, this year they are uh, talking about setting a strategy for long-term success. Uh, they usually have it, some sort of theme on either setting strategy, strategic planning, things like that. So that's their uh, one this year. I will note this session does require a separate registration. So it is uh, there is a separate registration fee for that. It, that's how we've done it on, on site. It's also how we're doing it this year as well. Uh, but it will be a three-hour, what we're calling in-conference workshop. Um, you know, with the and GGA partners has been a long-term supporter and partner of CMAA. So again, this is probably about the fifth or sixth year that they've done one of these in-conference workshops. So we're happy to have them back as well. Awesome. So David, for all of our listeners who are on the certification track, tell us, does this virtual event meet the conference requirement and what do you need to do to get that? Oh, okay. And yes, it does. So that's, I know a lot of people have been concerned about that. We've been getting a lot of questions here uh, in the professional development department. So it does count as a conference requirement, just as it would in person. You are required to attend a minimum of four sessions. So they must be either 60 minute or 90 minute sessions. So we'll, I'll, I'll talk in a little bit about, we're doing some networking events, uh, networking breaks and things like that. They are half hour sessions. They wouldn't count towards the certification requirement. Uh, however, there's uh, over 60 sessions during the week, so you could certainly, attending four of them is not a, a, a problem. That does include the opening or closing business session or the award session or the general education session where we have the keynotes that will be speaking. So those two count as well. So as long as somebody attends four live, they have to be live. It can't be that on demand that I was talking about, uh, but four sessions that are either 60 or 90 minutes it would count as their conference requirement just as it would if they were on site in person. Awesome. And so what's the maximum number of um, education credits you can earn by attending conference? Okay, so you do earn credits for your registration. So there are what we call activity credits, association activity credits uh, that you will get for your registration. That is automatic. So you register, you get those. 
The other education, there's a maximum of 23, what we call CMI, which stands for Club Management Institute. I'm sure that matters, but uh, they are what we call CMAA education. It falls under that category. Uh, so there's a maximum of 23, but that is actually based on what you attend. So it's not automatic that you're gonna you register for conference. You don't automatically get those 23 credits. Uh, so again, you would have to be for attendance at live sessions and only those that are either 60 or 90 minutes, that three hour workshop that I talked about would, um, you know, you would get the three credits for that as well. That's the only one that's longer uh, than that. So the, your, your attendance at it, you have to attend the whole session. So you can't just be there for a couple minutes and, and get the credits as well. We are able to track how long people are at a session. So uh, just to, to let people know that, uh, but you were there. Um, and to submit those. So what will be happening is at the end of the sessions, and we'll get into more detail, I think this on another, either, either another podcast or another avenue, we will get more into detail with this, uh, but you will be given an attendance code at the end of the session. And then as part of the session evaluation that you will fill out, again, we'll give you more information about how to do this as we get closer. One of the questions you'll be asked is what was the attendance code for the session you just attended? Um, and you'll put that in as long as it matches. That's how we would award the credits. You don't need to do anything afterwards. So the, we run the reports of the attendance. Uh, we'll post the credits uh, shortly after conference. So uh, I don't have the exact time frame yet, but it will be uh, quick. We, that is uh, of utmost importance to us uh, to make sure that those credits get posted as quickly as possible. Um, but again, so it does, just to kind of summarize there, it does count as a conference requirement as long as you attend four live sessions that are either 60 or 90 minutes. It can be a combination. So it doesn't have to be all 60 minute or all, all 90 minute, as long as it's a combination of the four. Your, uh, the keynote speakers are included with those as well, because all the keynote sessions are at least an hour uh, long, the speakers that we have. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, David. We appreciate all of your perspective. It's going to be stellar education, and I know you have a lot to do, so we'll let you get back to it. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be, uh, to be invited. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks, David. Well, we are so excited to have our favorite coworker. Oops, I mean, we're not supposed to say we have favorite coworkers, but uh, Christina Oops. Kruger here with us today, who is not only the manager of our student programs, um, and, but she is also the networking break guru for the World Conference. So um, thank you so much, Christina, for being here with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, friends. Of course. Absolutely. We needed a little shot of energy this morning, so we figured we who, do. who better Listen, to call. I'm not, I'm not saying that I've had like five cups of coffee, but I'm also not saying that I did. So it's, let's get that energy flowing. <laughs> I would like to note before we dive into networking breaks, because of Christina, we have now officially had our first podcast puppy join us for a recording session. This is a momentous occasion. And I just felt it should be noted, um, you know, for posterity's sake. We had a puppy absolutely. on the podcast, and it was fantastic. So absolutely. Yeah. And if, if he was more mouthy, I'd say that he could make a little woof. But he's he's really not that mouthy. But he's he's a he's a fluffer. He's a fluffer. Well, he's well he, he joins our podcast cats. Um, yes. <laughs> We've had our we've had a many cats on our podcast previously, so we're excited to have a you know more to add to our barnyard. Yes, of course. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> so we will go ahead. We'll go ahead and uh, dispense with the animal pleasantries and uh, 
move move forward and talk about what we're here to chat about, which is World Conference. Um, as Melissa mentioned, Christina, you are the person in charge of all things networking breaks uh, that we will be offering for attendees. So why don't you start by giving us a rundown of what networking breaks will look like for CMA Virtual? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a couple different ones, um, kind of like when we're at conference and there's always that, I believe it is 30 minutes or maybe a little bit more where we go and all of us get coffee and we just chat and it's the time for all of us to mingle. We're trying to recreate that on um, for our virtual world conference. So there's a couple different options that we have depending on what you're feeling. Um, after every single education session, we're going to have a continuation option where if you want to dive in deeper with the speaker of a certain session, you can attend one of those networking breaks um, and have a chance to ask questions or to hear a little bit more from that speaker. Um, if you are, are after a certain education session, um, there's also going to be opportunities to go to ask the expert. Um, and you're basically, that's a place where you can join an industry expert um, from the CMAA fellows, partners, task forces uh, to discuss specific club management topics. Um, and then another one that we have is very casual. And this is the one that y'all want to go to if you just want to talk about random things, what's on Netflix, how much coffee you've had, um, did it snow in your area today? Like very, very low, low key. Um, and that's going to be what's on your mind. Um, and if you just, again, super informal, there's not going to be a topic. So this is basically that conversation that you would get if you were at World Conference going to the cup of coffee and you would just start, start up conversation with a person next to you. Um, so that's another question. And that will, again, be after every single education session. And then uh, World Conference, um, this is going to be a spot just from 12 to 30 every day to come listen to different um, from the from BMI that we've had. Um, that's going to be a great place to come just to listen to music. So if you just want to have something in the background while you lunch um, or getting more coffee, I feel like I've said coffee a million times because I know how much coffee I drink last World Conference. I know how much everyone drinks, so that's just it's my go-to. But you can go um, to not necessarily have conversation, but music going on in the background. Um, so there are, are four big networking breaks um, that's going to be in between each education session. Uh, now, kind of going alongside of that, but also it is different. Um, we had this last year. It's called Open Space. Uh, and this is a, a place where our members can go and join in conversations that have topics that are selected by other members. Um, so this is also a time where if you have a topic that you want to discuss with other managers, you can go and, and select a, um, a time slot. They're going to be between 12 and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. There's a couple time changes depending on when our expo is. Um, but if anyone has questions on that, they can definitely reach out to me and ask. Um, but if you have a topic that you would like to discuss, you can either before conference um, if you have it now and you're like, wait, I just want to make sure I get this on the books, 
you can email me and we'll we'll get it situated for you now um, or about a week before when our online platform opens up for you all uh, you can go on and select a day and time and put your topic in there um, and just do it um, that week before or even week of conference I will say um, just for for reference on that for the open space you have we prefer if you had gave us about 24 hours in advance notice for these topics. So if it's Tuesday and you wanna have a conversation on Wednesday, make sure to give us at least 24 hours notice just so I can go in and make sure that we can okay everything and get you a room. Um, so that's basically it on open space. Um, but very much like last year, um, it's gonna be a smallish group. Um, we're, we're capping it at 25 people. So we all can come in and, and have that conversation or those conversations with a smaller smaller group. Um, but that's also a really good place to, to network if you'd like. Those will not be in between education sessions. They're gonna be, again, from about 12 to four every day. So even if, you're, if there's an education session going on and you don't necessarily wanna go to that one, check out Open Space because there's probably conversations going on there as well. And that is networking. That's our breaks. I'm thrilled for them. They're going to be fun. There's a lot of opportunity for members to be able to connect with each other, despite the fact that we're not in person and running into each other in the hallways or at the Royal Cup Coffee area or wherever. There's going to be plenty of opportunities to connect, and they're all tailored a little bit differently. So depending on what you're in the mood for, there's something for everyone. Personally, I'm looking forward to the World Conference Unplugged sessions every day because some of the artists that we have uh, performing during those are pretty fantastic. So if you're like me and sometimes you just need to like chill out for a little bit with some good music, check out World Conference Unplugged. That's my personal plug for the unplugged, if you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, we, we definitely have to give a shout out to our friends at Broadcast uh, Music Incorporated, BMI, not to be confused with where you go to get certification <laughs> for uh, credits. Um, Should have clarified, I apologize. We have, we are much um, like the federal government in that we have acronym soup <laughs> all <absolutely>. the time. <laughs> We're so glad to have, uh, have them uh, sharing their artists and songwriters with us uh, for those daily events as well. So, yes. Well, okay. Awesome. So, Christina, now, can you yes. tell us a little bit about what we have for students at World Conference? Yes, we have actually a good amount of stuff going on for students. Um, we have three education sessions for our students this year. They, all three of them are going to be at 4.45 to 5.45 p.m. Eastern time. Um, just because we know that students are in class. Uh, so if they're, or if you have a class in the middle of the day, you need not worry because your session anyway. Um, so we had it more towards the end of the day for that. And that's going to be on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday um, of conference week. And um, there's going to be some, some good on that. There is one, I know everyone doesn't like to talk about it, but there's one really good one about um, COVID because I feel like we have to put it in there. It's relevant. It's relevant for our professional members, it's relevant for our student members. Um, so there's one topic on that. Um, another one about like creating your crew and making sure um, that you have your, your, your uh, network, if you will, to excel in your professional life. So um, definitely keep an eye out for um, 
for the schedule on those. But again, those are 445 to 545 on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, we also have two uh, student coaching sessions with Kevin McDonald and Shelly McDougall. Uh, the first one is going to be on Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. And the second one is going to be on Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Both, both are Eastern time. These are very similar to what we do with our students on a monthly basis. We have these calls every month with Kevin and Shelly. Um, so this is going to be the same idea uh, where students get to come and, and learn a little bit um, a little bit about the club industry, but a whole lot about themselves um, and how to present themselves. I have a feeling that Kevin and Shelly are going to tie in, you know, networking and per presenting yourself virtually um, since it is conference week. So um, definitely take advantage of those. And I will say for those two sessions, all students must be registered for conference prior to emailing me if you want to sign up for those sessions. Um, so we are capping that um, those sessions at, I, I believe it's 20 people as well. Um, so if you're, if you're curious, you want to join, you must be signed up for a conference or registered for a conference first, and then you must email me saying that you are interested in either the Monday or the Wednesday session so that I can sign you up. It's first come, first serve, so as soon as they are all filled up, then that's, that'll be it for conference week. But again, we have these sessions with Kevin and Shelly every single month, so just keep the lookout for what um, April has to offer. Um, so that's coaching for, um, for our students. And then uh, we have our mentorship program. Um, so every time a student or professional member um, goes to register for conference, it will ask you if you're a student, if you would like a mentor. And um, if you're a professional member, it will ask if you want to be a mentor. And so we're gonna pull that list. We're gonna who all wants to be a part of that program and we're going to pair off our students and our managers i would like to have everyone paired off by the first week of march so everyone has a chance to talk before conference and get to know each other um, so that hopefully our managers can you know direct our students to what education sessions maybe they should go to depending on what their interests are and what their goals are um, so definitely take advantage of that program if you would like to um, and then the last really big thing is the career opportunity showcase for students. In the past, it was always a, an event on a specific day. Students would go, um, managers would set up booths, have all of the, all the collateral, all the things um, to talk about the different jobs that they have available for, for student members. Um, this year is a little bit different. Um, again, with being all virtual, we're going to have it posted online Sunday through Sunday. So it's going to be the opportunity showcase will be available for all students to look at. Again, you have to be registered, but it'll be available for all of you to look at from Sunday to Sunday, that whole week of conference. Um, we're going to categorize them based off of state. So when you go to our platform, you'll select a state and you'll see all the job postings, either entry level or internships. Um, the, all of them posted underneath that particular state, and then you can go through. Um, some of them will have videos, which is really cool. That's the one thing that's going to be, you know, very different this year is that instead of just having a PDF file of what the job posting is, we're trying to encourage our managers um, to take a little 30, 45 second video of them introducing themselves, what club they work at, just like a brief little blurb about how they got to where they are, and then the uh, the 
the job or internship that they're looking to fill. Um, and then, you know, based off of that, if a student is interested, then they can go to the contact information at the bottom of that posting and reach out to that hiring manager directly. So everything will be online. You'll have those videos that all of our students can look at. Um, and then, yeah, you'll have a whole week to, to go through and see the different uh, postings that are there. The uh, showcase is just for students this year. In the past, it was anyone could go through and, and look. Um, but this year, it's just for our student members. Um, and then managers, if you're interested in posting a job um, listing, um, either for a job or, or an internship, um, it's on our, um, our conference website under activities. It's a, the Career Opportunity Showcase, a little bit at the bottom if you scroll down. Um, it'll have the PDF with way more information on what you um, need to submit an entry. Um, and then if you have any questions, you can always email me as well. And that works is too. Awesome. Is there a deadline, Christina, for folks to uh, submit their jobs and internships uh, to the Career Opportunity Showcase? I know you mentioned that it's going to be a Sunday to Sunday program. Mm -hmm. I would love to get everything up by that first week of March. Um, so I'm going to put that plug in there that it would, I would love to have it by that, but what is the first Friday of the month? Um, and then if by, so that's the, the fifth. Um, so I'd love it if everything could be in there by the fifth, just so I have time to go in and put everything up. Um, if there is a last minute entry, um, I'm sure I'll be able to get into it and put it up, but no promises on that. <laughs> we're not we're good at doing virtual things last minute. So <laughs> the earlier the better. Um, but if it is last minute, no worries. Um, just bear with me and I'll try to get it up there as well. Great. Awesome. No, I think that's a great lead point. We we talked with Jeff a little bit earlier about just all the stuff that goes into producing a virtual event. So there definitely is lead time. Nothing oh, yes. Is so what an what a slate of offerings though i mean i think for you know for everyone attending this year whether it's a student um for our professional members there really is something for everyone um mm -hmm. so thank you so much christina for taking us through everything we can't wait um for march 8th yeah me too you were so welcome this was so fun any chance that i get to talk friends we know, <laughs> so, we know. make sure everyone Let's make sure that everyone goes to um, that the networking room that we all just talk about whatever, because that's where I'll be, because we just want to talk about whatever, you know? It's true. Find oh, Christina. Well, you know, <laughs> if you want to see Christina at conference, you now know where she'll be. Um, yes, I think you'll also... You'll probably also see her at an exercise session, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. All right. Well, thank you again, Christina. It's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast with us. Thank you, friends. Thank you. Well, now we are excited to have the newest member of CMA's team with us uh, for her first conference, um, Ava Spies. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to talk with us a little bit about things that are going on with the Club Foundation for World Conference. Even though we're virtual, still have a great slate of offerings. So talk to us about the ever popular Club Foundation run. Um, how will that work this year in the virtual environment? Actually, we are um, super excited about this year's fun run, and um, I'm happy to be able to join you today. It's nice to be here. Um, the event, we uh, certainly want to say, is made possible through our generous friends who are sponsoring um, from Club Procure, and it is actually quite a bit different than it's been in the past. Um, those who participated in the past and remember the run from prior conferences know that it took place 
on one morning of the conference, and it was really based on um, time and distance as opposed to what's happening this year, which is an entirely virtual platform. So it's all about the distance um, rather than the time it takes you to get that distance. But the idea is that since we can't be together in person at this year's conference and we are all joining virtually, um, we are also going to run, walk, and bike virtually, and we're going to do that across the United States. So we're striving to meet a shared goal of 2,690 miles, which is the number of miles between our headquarters here in Alexandria um, to the location of next year's World Conference at the San Diego Convention Center when we can all be together again live. So together we're running across the nation. So instead of that one morning, uh, people can sign up now and start accumulating miles. And the deadline to uh, accumulate as many miles as possible is March 11th. Um, not only that, but the miles can be added. Um, you can run, walk, or bike. Um, and you can do that on a treadmill or a stationary bike or on the track or on a trail. Um, and you can also sync your registration, uh, sync the platform with your favorite fitness app like Apple Watch or Fitbit or Garmin. Um, and you can also download the platform's fitness app. Um, and again, the goal is distance and not time. Very cool. And you, you know, Ava, I just want to highlight, you said you can do this anyway. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a currently injured runner. I know Kyle's a past runner. Um, we, we talked earlier and you mentioned you, you enjoy walking as well. And so it really is a way to do this in any um, avenue of fitness that you're choosing, whether it's running, biking, or walking. So I love how inclusive and fun that is. And I super love that it's going to sink to the Garmin because I don't know about you. I, I, I just finished a, a virtual challenge for January and having to go and log in every day and log the miles in, you know, <laughs> it, takes, it makes tedious. it so much easier when it, it's automatic uh, versus yeah. when you're trying to do some 31, you know, 31 different activities. So, and it's a, awesome. it's, a, it's a great platform. So I hope people will go and take a look and sign up. We certainly um, have also set a monetary goal for the event. Um, the, the fund run rate, uh, raises what are pretty critical funds for the foundation each year. And so there's an opportunity to donate, to encourage other people to donate, or you can just register if all you want to do is participate. Um, it's also worth saying that we're super excited about the t-shirt design this year that taps into, and you know, I know this even just as a relatively new person on staff, that it's very clear that a really important element of the cult culture is this um, dedication and deep love of work, um, love of work family, and all of that support that people give to each other when they're working in the field. So it's exactly um, that same outlook that leads so many people to um, contribute to the foundation each year. And we hope that you will enjoy looking at the t-shirt and how that uh, encapsulates that feeling and that love of living the legacy of the club industry. It's a great way to think, especially since Valentine's Day is coming up for us right. as we're recording. I love it. I love club love. Um, love the idea. So, you know, beyond the run, what what else does the Club Foundation have going on uh, with World Conference this year? Sure. Um, the the other big activity that we count on to help raise critical funds for the foundation is the auction. So, typically, there the auction has um, live components during the year, and it is the Wine Society that sponsors and manages that auction. 
um, and a portion of those proceeds go to support the Club Foundation. But this year, because we're virtual, we are relying only on the silent auction portion. It's a platform that people are used to, um, but it's even more critical that everybody jump into that platform um, and do some bidding and, and win some items. And of course, there's always an outstanding selection of wine um, that is donated by our chapters across the nation. And so it's a it's a worthwhile and, and fun event to participate in. So I should give you the dates and times of that. The bidding opens at 10 a.m. on March 8th on the first day of conference, and it closes at 5 p.m. on March 11th, which is Thursday of the conference. Awesome. The auction is always one of our favorite events, so we, we definitely look forward to that. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Ava. We really appreciate it, and we wish you luck on your first conference with yes. CMA. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> it's too bad we can't be in person because in-person conference experience is uh, really special. So, you know, you'll get to be a newbie like twice. It'll be great. Yeah, this year right. and that's next year. Good point. Good <laughs> point. And, and in some ways, we're all newbie this year yes. to do it all virtually. Um, so there's lots to learn, um, but lots of really incredible things happening. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Ava. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we're looking forward to all that CF has to offer. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We are thrilled to have our colleague, Kelly Springerth, with us today. Kelly is well known as the queen and guru of our Club Business Expo. Um, having run the expo for many, many years, we will not use the exact number because Kelly obviously was a small child when she started at CMA. An infant, an infant. An infant. Um, and so we are excited to have her here with us today to talk virtual and what that experience looks like. So Kelly, can you talk to us a little bit about what does a virtual expo look like? Uh, hi, everyone. Um, to start, the, uh, the virtual expo will be very user-friendly this year. We're hoping that uh, all the attendees find it useful and extremely fast in finding what you're looking for categories and specific companies. Um, the, first, uh, the first area that you'll see is obviously going to be a search area so that you can locate these companies more easily. Um, once you've identified the companies and click on their either their number or their name or their logo, you go directly into their space where they can accommodate any of your questions, um, your needs. There's a button that you can push, request additional information. You're able to chat individuals as well as enter Zoom rooms that a lot of the companies are planning to do uh, demos. That sounds very cool. Um, I know you and I have spent a little bit of time trying to, to explain what what those uh, booths will actually look like. I mean, yes, the, the visual will be different than what it would be in person, but for sure, we're still going to be able to have the opportunity to have FaceTime with exhibitors and, and ask, you know, our attendees can ask whatever kinds of questions they need to ask about the products that are available. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool, Kelly. We're excited about it. We have a lot of new companies joining us this year, so it should be an exciting adventure. <laughs> yes, it will be an exciting adventure for sure. 
So Kelly, normally we have these kind of set hours, you know, nine to three, nine to one, that you can stop by the expo when you're in person, you know, and browse the floor. How does that, how is that going to differ this year? When are you going to be able to talk to exhibitors? And is there specific hours that, you know, times that, that are set uh, within our week this year? That's one area that's really cool. Uh, attendees will be able to access the platform beginning March 2nd be able to stroll through the expo, the entire platform, find out where the education sessions they're gonna to wanna to attend, set appointments with the, with the exhibitors prior to the exhibits actually open. Uh, the exhibitors will be available and open beginning on March 8th. And they're actually available 24 seven. So whenever you have the opportunity to visit the expo, each exhibitor has been requested to leave times when they are actually in their space and can respond to you immediately. But it will also be open for approximately 30 days after the, the conference ends. Now, we do have two hours specifically donated or dedicated to the show. Uh, where you don't have any education running simultaneously with it, and that's on the 10th and the 11th. On the 10th, we have an uh, one hour from 12.30 to 1.30, and then on the 11th, we have 3.30 to 4.30. So this will provide you ample time to stroll the floor or stroll the list of exhibitors and uh, take in some demos. Could I, I'm going to come in with a pun here. Instead of stroll the floor, one could say they could scroll the floor. I'll leave now. Goodbye. I love it. I love it. It's the end of the week, friends. My, I'm, this is just where we're at today. I I've got love cheesy it. puns. That's all I have. Oh. Well, it's been well, it definitely doesn't sound like the expo this year will allow you to hit your step goal, but it definitely will be a lot easier to, to navigate and find what you're looking for. So Kelly, one of the other things that um, the cool features we've talked about with the system is that um, we're gonna have kind of a gamification. So you'll be able to compete with your peers and other attendees uh, by doing certain tasks. And we're not gonna give too much away at this point because there'll be more information coming for attendees, but can you give us a hint of what we might expect? You will need to spend some time on the floor and you will need to be engaging with exhibitors. There you so that's go. A that's a great great hint and I will say, you know, and I know there'll be a leaderboard, I know there'll be some prizes, um, so stay tuned to further communications for the, the good news. <laughs> and be prepared to spend some time at the expo. Absolutely. For you, well, Kelly, thank you for being with us. What, what else are you looking forward to for conference this year? <laughs> Her stunned silence. <laughs> She's well, I mean, I think, I think that's your mic drop, Kelly, that, you know, the expo, that's it. Yeah, that's what the expo. Yeah, the that's expo. what she's looking Absolutely. for. That's what she always looks forward to. Absolutely. No, she's really Every looking year. forward to planning like the next three expos, because that's just how our Kelly operates. 
Absolutely. So Kelly, you're already working on 22, right? We are. We've already laid out the floor plan and we're moving forward. And hopefully that one will be live, an in-person event, and we're all excited about that aspect. I'm fingers, looking forward. Fingers most firmly crossed for that. With fingers crossed. Sunny, we can't wait to be back in sunny San Diego at the beautiful convention center and right there on the water. You couldn't beat the location. Certainly not in February. No. Agreed. <laughs> Melissa's favorite month. All right, <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for joining us again today. And uh, we look forward to scrolling the expo in just a few weeks. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> we are loopy, friends. This is where we're at now. Yeah. Are you a little tired, Kyle? I'm you, a, are you experiencing a little bit of fatigue? I am experiencing much fatigue. <laughs> what do we know about fatigue, Melissa? Well, one of the one of the things that the questions that we've gotten asked a lot is like, how do you experience a digital event without experiencing that Zoom fatigue? And, you know, thankfully, there are smarter people than us that can help yes. us answer this question. So I, I came across this really cool article in Harvard Business Review. Um, and I will give you a little bit cliff notes on what the tips are that they suggest for experiencing this. And I know, Kyle, both you and I participated in ASAE's virtual mm -hmm. event last August. We've certainly presented with, with our events, LLC and MMC. So both as an attendee and, um, and being on the backside of this. So one of the first things that they recommend is that you make sure um, to avoid multitasking. Yes. So, you know, I, I know that that's the, you know, you, you think I'm just going to answer this text or I'm going to, you know, I'm not saying avoid, you know, emergency text on your phone, but, you know, I'm just going to answer this email or whatever, but you really have to embrace it, um, mm -hmm. embrace kind of being in the moment with the session that you're in. Um, you know, we're going to offer a lot of interactivity in those sessions and the breaks and you know, we also find a lot of great conversations starting the chats um, of our larger sessions. So, can you know, try to avoid avoid that multitasking. I know I'm awful at it as well. So oh, I would guilty. admit that's one of my worst my worst habits. Guilty. The, se the second thing is really take advantage of those built-in breaks. You know, we we added breaks to the schedule, and this is you know um, for this year. So um, it's a little different from LC and MC. There's more breaks built in, and you know, we're offering a number of really cool breaks that Christina talked about earlier, um, you know, but and we definitely want you to take advantage of that. But if you need to take a break, go outside, see the sun, um, get fresh air, like it, you, everybody knows what kind of is works best for them. You've got to take the break. Yep. Um, you know, stay. It, this is kind of like at conference where we tell you to wear comfy shoes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> same idea because you're going to do a lot of walking. Well, it was to just. To Jeff's point earlier about uh, treating it like a like an in-person event, and you know, really not just building your schedule like you would to go to conference in person and picking the the uh, sessions you want to go to, but the same is true in the reverse. Build your schedule and make sure you're taking advantage of those break times to to take care of what you need to take care of. Whether it's like what you said, Melissa, to get up, stretch, walk around, go outside, or if you do have some tasks that need to be accomplished and you don't want to be multitasking while you're supposed to be learning, um, you know, make sure you're setting that time aside for you to, to be successful um, throughout the week, for sure. 
Yeah, and the last, the last tip that I think is really valuable, and I hadn't even thought about this when I read this article, is that you should, when you're in using the Zoom type features, um, hide your picture from view. And so it's really yes. easy to do that. But apparently, scientifically, when you're staring at your own picture, it makes you more tired and you pay attention to yourself as you're talking. <laughs> Again, this was in Harvard Business Review. So much smarter people came up with this than I did, but it makes sense. And I've noticed it on a couple of calls that I've been on recently. When you hide yourself from view, then you focus more on the other person and you focus um, more on listening than how you look. Um, in the in, in stare, so don't stare at your own picture so. right like what's that weird thing my hair is doing or, <laughs> or very true or, or i didn't realize i looked that asleep right now which is <laughs> thoughts own my own thoughts that have occurred to me today on various <laughs> meetings <laughs> so those are excellent really excellent tips melissa thank you for sharing that um i think you shared that out in one of our uh, conference emails a couple, um, last week, or perhaps it was the week before. So if, if you would like to read the entire article um, that Melissa is talking about, you know, please go back and reference that. Um, it's got a lot of great information and stuff that we're taking to heart to make sure that your conference experience is as positive as possible. Um, what we want to make sure that we cover a couple other conference items. Um, we're not going to go into detail on them, but we just want to hit hit some highlights of things we want to make sure that you remember, that you don't miss, that are still happening, even though we're in a virtual space. Um, number one, voting. You know, you're, you're not going to go to the voting booth and, and get your little sticker this year, sadly, but voting was still open, and we want to make sure that you check done. We make sure we take care of that. There are no bylaws this year that you have to read through, just fun candidates to, to vote for. So take care of that and <laughs> do it early and then it's done. It's off your list. Exercise your privilege, but remember you have to do that by Thursday, March 11th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. So please be part of the process. We are also offering our fabulous auctions. Uh, Ava spoke a little bit earlier about the Club Foundation um, and the Wine Society working together to create those amazing um, silent auction opportunities. So please check that out. We will be featuring some of those items in our communications to you as well. Indeed. Um, as Melissa mentioned, we want to make sure we give you time during the conference day to get up and stretch and move. Um, we are also going to have some fitness sessions throughout the week. So those will be in the morning um, each day. It's a great way to start your day with a little fitness break. Those will be um, produced in concert with our friends at CSFA. Um, yep. So, you know, please make sure to include those in your schedule. If you're somebody like me or like Melissa, who knows that you need to move during the day <laughs> to feel good and make sure your brain is going to stay engaged, there's nothing quite like a good little shot of endorphins in the morning to make sure that you're ready to go by the time you sit down to learn. So check out those fitness sessions. Um, you'll be able to see them and put them in your schedule when you're building that out um, in our conference platform. Yep, and it's good to remember there is absolutely no experience required. So special no. shout out to our friends at CSFA and their partners with Technogym and Les Mills who are making several of those sessions possible. Indeed. What other fun stuff do we have going on, Melissa? 
So let's talk careers, because when you come to conference, it's not just about the job you have, but it might be about the job you're looking for. So we will have our digital job boards and you will be able to access those throughout the week to find everything from entry level internship opportunities all the way up to manager listings. So check those out when you're on site. Indeed. And along those same lines, um, you know, at conference, we typically have our, our full gamut of career services opportunities and resources available to attendees. That's the same this year. In addition to the job boards that Melissa mentioned, we will still have um, coaching sessions with our coaches, uh, Kevin McDonald and Shelly McDougall. You'll be able to schedule those um, and have a, a private one-on-one with a coach if you need to have it. It's there for you. Um, that information, we'll have more information about how that scheduling will work in the coming weeks, um, but that will be able to be accomplished. And I mean, we, we all know the value in having a good conversation with one of our coaches. So uh, please take advantage of that if that's something that um, is appealing to you. Uh, additionally, Christina mentioned this, um, but we will be doing the career showcase opportunities um, for our student members are the target audience, right? But if your club is interested in participating in the Career Opportunity Showcase, um, we will be sharing information about how you can sign up to participate in that. Please uh, stay tuned to any upcoming uh, communications from us, whether that's in Outlook or in conference-specific emails. But um, we really want to make sure that any club that is interested in advertising or talking to students about uh, job opportunities in, in their space, that um, you get the chance to get in front of them. And this is a great distilled audience <laughs> to talk to. So we'll stay tuned for that as well. One of the really fun things that we'll have this year is our selfie stations. Mm -hmm. um, and as you know, we generally have amazing photography on site uh, with our world conference, but we'd love you to snap pictures of yourself um, for our selfie station. Um, that will help document uh, your experience at the World Conference and give you a memento and help document us and your, um, our entire members' experience at the selfie station. And you never know where those pictures might show up. Um, no, nothing about that. No, nothing about that. No things. No things. Um, what other resources are we going to have available to folks through throughout the week of conference, Melissa? Sure, you know, that's a great question. So first off, um, your March-April edition of Club Management Magazine will be into the mail to you shortly. And you're gonna notice a section all about the Club Business Expo, profiling all of the companies that are involved in the expo this year. So it's a great uh, preview piece. It's a great piece to have on your desktop um, as you uh, experience conference uh, as a show guide. Uh, so far, we've just kicked off our countdown to conference emails. So uh, at this stage, you should have gotten one, but you'll get one a week leading up to conference, giving you a heads up on all the information you need to know, things like when coaching opens, when the platform's going to open, previewing experiences. And then we are going to have the very exciting special conference podcast. Kyle, tell us about them. Oh, Melissa, I'm so excited that we're getting to do this. Um, if you attended either LLC or MMC, you know that this podcast had a small presence there. We were able to do um, a live podcast, live-ish, <laughs> 
from from both of those events, and uh, we got the opportunity to chat with um, some of our our friends. Um, one with uh, Royal Cup Coffee's Jeff Bishop, and then the other was with our our partners at KKW. Um, but for World Conference, because it's a much longer event and we have so much more information to cover and share, we are going to be doing a daily podcast every morning. It's going to be like a daily news show. We're just going to give you the rundown of what you can expect throughout that specific day. It's going to be an opportunity for us to highlight some of our members, some of our partners, and some of the good news that we want to share with you all in addition to, you know, what's on the plate. So Melissa and I are super excited about that. We've been working hard to get all our ducks in a row and uh, make sure that comes together for you. But you might see a familiar face or two. So make sure that you tune in to that every morning. Absolutely. It's going to be amazing. Um, definitely plan to check out the Daily Grind presented in partnership with Royal Cup Coffee. Uh, Royal Cup Coffee will be fueling Kyle and I throughout conference week. Yes. And we hope you it will be fueling you as well. Um, Intravenously is preferable. <laughs> and just so you know, for our attendees who, for some reason that defies logic, will not be attending conference, you'll still be able to hear our podcast published to our regular channels. And you can have serious FOMO because you didn't register or attend. Speaking Absolutely. of that, I have one more note to make before we wrap things up. Um, we are obviously encouraging everyone to register for conference, but we want to make sure that you register for conference before the 18th of this month because there is another prize drawing. There yes. is another, you can win a prize just for signing up. You don't even have to, well, I mean, you have to do stuff, but you don't have to do really anything and you could win $500. Absolutely. Absolutely. An American Express gift card. So. That is fancy. That is fancy. So a lot of things you can do with a $500 American Express gift I can card. Think of Kyle, is there something in you're like you're you're thinking of? Yeah, I would buy several books. Like you see Lots these bookshelves books. behind me or behind me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would buy another bookshelf and then I would just fill it with all the books that I want to read because there are many. My reading goal for this year is 200 books. So I think that gift card would go a long way into helping me um, acquire more things to read. So. I love it. I love it. What would you get with $500, Melissa? Um, I, I would I would put it into vacation. I would Smart. absolutely put it in vacation. So, Smart. you know, airline tickets, hotel, um, you know, vacation. Maybe, maybe just me. Someday we'll get to do that <laughs> vacation thing. That'd be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Well, if so, you go ahead. One last note. Mm -hmm. We love to see. Um, all of our members posting on social media. So the official hashtag for conference this year is hashtag CMAA virtual. Mm -hmm. So when you register, give us a shout out, talk, tell us that you listen to the podcast, whatever floats your boat, but definitely use the, uh, use the hashtag and yeah, we, follow, we, the hashtag follow the hashtag, follow the hashtag from CMAA, from news from our exhibitors and our partners and all of your fellow attendees. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Use that hashtag and, and we will be happy to share with you what's going on. So and I think that wraps us up. We've covered a lot of ground in this episode, 
which is typical of our pre-conference episode. But there's a lot of stuff going on, with, especially in this uh, new virtual world that we're living in at the moment. And uh, as I said, we're doing our best to make sure that this experience is as positive and and wonderful as as being in person would be. Um, it's, it's definitely been a, a learning curve for us all, but I think it'll be a wonderful experience. And we're excited to, to show you what we've been working on for the past couple of months. It's going to be fun. So we look forward to seeing you March 8th through the 12th. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk Club Management. And we look forward to talking with you again very soon. All right. Bye, friends. Bye.